Hey everybody, welcome back to the Quality Conversation Podcast, the show where we talk about whatever is on our mind. Today I am not joined by my lovely co-host Andy. He is preparing for a big move, so instead I am joined by our lovely special guest, JJ, online also known as Asian A's for you listeners who hang out in some of our chats. I am sure that you have seen him harassing us incessantly. Hello, JJ. How are you? Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Hello, though. Hello, hello motherfucker. Um, hello, motherfucker. How are you? I am here. Yes. Another day. You are here for some quality conversation, right? I'm damn sure this is not going to be quality, but it will be a conversation nonetheless. That... I Listen, I'm just trying to say the name. We love when we say the name around here. Yeah. So, uh, quick announcements. Um, besides Andy moving, which if you hang out in his stream, that means you're going to, in a few weeks, have a, uh, hopefully he's going to have better internet and a better streaming space, a more exciting streaming space. But besides that, uh, I too will be moving in a month. So we'll see if that causes any hiatuses. <laughs> and, and... Uh, I would like to announce, I, Andy and I have hinted at something, a project that I've been working on. This is the merch for it. Arcadian is a website and a media company. We're going to be working on news. Yes, many claps, many claps. We're going to be working on news, uh, video game news, esports reporting, reviews. We're going to do video reviews, written reviews. Our, our goal is to be a website that focuses back on what everyone actually wants to read at websites, which is, uh, is a game good, uh, video game news and updates, and not really talk about whether a particular outfit is too sexy for 30 paragraphs. Um, so that the, the site is up, uh, but it's got a few minor things that are being worked on. Our soft launch is Monday, right after this releases, the Monday after this releases. But you could go look at it now if you really, really wanted to. It's arcadianmedia.com. And uh, we have actually a lot that we still need to upload there. We have kind of a backlog of things we got ready. So that's it for announcements. Um, so JJ, uh, first topic of the night, I am curious... What do you think of all the things surrounding COVID-19? Well, as you know, I am a student in our glorious United States yes. university system. Yes, you I, are. You know, I'm getting the finest education that the government can spend money on. Of course. <laughs> and they just extended my school my school spring break by an extra week because of it. Okay, so is that mm. a good thing or a bad thing? Well... At first, I was like, shit, yeah, I got an extra week off school. What the hell am I going to do? And then it kicked in. I'm an adult. Uh, I get paid to go to school. Every day I'm in class, I get paid to sit there and, you know, be a good student. Well, am I still going to be being paid because school is now an extra week closed and I'm not sitting in class when I'm supposed to be? Right. Um, that is probably not great for you specifically i know that like if i was in college still i would be like ah oh, yes finally yes but i didn't get paid to be in school i had to pay to be in school i didn't do my 10 years of service in the in the military like you did so yeah i i, I don't get it for free um well, go ahead luckily for me the va dropped a hint on facebook like 
you're fine for four weeks. Oh. School shuts down. We'll still pay you for four weeks. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, really. That's a that is a thank God. So that's yeah. good. Well, what do you think about the fact that like basically every major conference is closed now? Like they're all yeah. shutting down. They're all not happening. Well, I mean, E3. I mean, E3, Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland just closed down. I mean, that's not a game conference, but that is that did, that did happen. Yeah, I mean, Disneyland doesn't shut down for anything. I know, right? They're like, yeah. you would die, you're dying, you're dying of a sickness. I well, you're gonna show up wearing your fucking costume for your seven dollars an hour. Oh, give me your money, bitch! Oh, <laughs> oh this oh. is copyright infringement. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Oops! <laughs> But no, everything. M- NHL, M- M- MLB just delayed for two weeks. I mean, whatever. MLB season doesn't start till April. Right, right. MLS just stopped. I mean, what's next? The justice system? Are we going to get to have some, uh, you know, good old-fashioned purge going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll no, see. No, Who's going to catch me? <laughs> well, you know what? Um, It's interesting because a lot of the video game events like uh, LCS, League league tournaments and stuff like that are still they're either canceled or they're going like audienceless right um so i mean their 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 main audience is brought is who they broadcast to so Mm -hmm. they'll run and you and i could watch it online i mean i know you don't watch lcs but I, you know, John could watch it online. Andy could watch it online. I could be playing the game instead of watching, which is what I usually do. And uh, it'll be there, but there will be no live audience, uh, which I mean is a fine solution. The only thing I question is with all the like different, you know, quarantines, like when we actually get to it, are the players going to even be able to get to the venue? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I wonder. Um, well, I mean... That there was a, a hint in today's news about there being an interstate travel ban now imposed. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, That's. Uh... Well, you know what? It's funny. Everyone's everyone's like like banning everything and shutting everything down. And you know, I'm I have an underlying respiratory condition, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I say at work, and some you know boomer is like. Like, you're blowing it out of proportion. Look at how many people die from the flu every year. It's, this is, it's what, five people in Fairfax? Come on. And I'm like, okay, but I have an underlying condition, which makes it not nothing for me because it's a respiratory illness and I have an underlying respiratory illness. Do you, have you ever heard of stacking illnesses before? Like, do you understand anything or is your entire education based off of Fox News? No, uh, no, no. One virus cancels out the other. It doesn't of course, work. You of course. can't have two at the same time. You can't have no, two no, at the same time. What do I think? That's why I'm hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hoard the toilet I mean, I have built an entire fortress in my basement out of toilet paper in preparation. If I hang out around the toilet paper, the virus can't get me. It's afraid. So if I, so if I hang my uh, disinfectant wipes from my ceiling, am I going to be safe? Yeah. Yes, obviously. Okay, good. I also drink. Containers. Also just sort of drink bleach. You'll be fine. Oh bleach! I can't find that one either. Maybe oh, I should get the people have been ch- people have been chugging it. Oh, butt chug! Yeah, butt chug, butt chug the bleach. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, that's, right. that's where it goes, right? That's um, where it goes. No, but I was I had to resist really hard. I was telling my my roommates we're riding home together. I was like, I was really really resistant to saying "okie dokie boomer" when they were saying <laughs> that. Like, I had to work really hard not to say it because it was just like, what a thing to do, you know, to be sitting there and going. 
oh, you're blowing it out of proportion. And I people always quote it. They go like, I did the math. Like I just divided the total number of deaths in Italy by the number of cases. And it's way higher than 2% death rate yeah. in, in Italy. And, I, and I'm sitting here going like, you know, Italy's not a third world country. No, it must have infected their pasta. <laughs> if they couldn't resist, they're like, well, it's infected. We have to eat it. It's our only food yes. source. Yes, pasta. Mm. Well, I talked to my dad about it. You know, my dad, I thought, is more of a logical figure than my mother in my life. Oh, okay. And my dad is just pissed. Why? He's like, they're shutting everything down. I can't travel because he's still, even though they live on the East Coast, they still go back to the doctor in Texas. What? So it's like... Well, he, he's been with the doctor for 30 years and he doesn't want to change because he had a severe internal thing to where he has like half his stomach's gone, his pancreas is gone, a third of his intestines are gone. I mean, that's horrible, but like who, like that's still a long way. You know, we have like really great hospitals like Johns Hopkins up here. No, no, no. He lives in Atlanta. Well, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying like he could just come up yeah. to Baltimore and instead of living in Atlanta. Um, huh. Instead of flying home every time he wants to see his doctor, ah, I got a bit of a sniffle. Better get my, better get my plane ticket. Yeah, but yeah, he does that. So he's like, he's pissed about that. And then the four hundred one k. Oh yeah, the four hundred one k memes are great. It's great. My it stonks is, are going down. My stonks, dude. You know what's so funny though? I don't even care because all of my stonks I bought when they were worth nothing. Like everyone's like, "Well, the stock market's crashing." I'm like, "Right," but I have fourteen grand in stocks that I paid one grand to buy ten years ago, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but but the graphite must grow. The graphite. I mean, it'll eventually go back up. I, everyone's freaking out. Did you see that they spent? that like trillion 1.5 trillion dollars to stimulate the market and it instantaneously went back down like it went like this and then went like that mm, the no, money money wasted the fed just wasted 1.5 trillion dollars but remember we don't have money for anything how no. will we pay for it and then there was a bill in the senate right now that's being stopped by somebody because they're like we don't know how we're going to fund this well, I guess you just spent $1.4 trillion. Right. You know, bailing out Wall Street. Yeah. Well, trying to and failing. Trying to. Socialism's only okay if you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> that is not me right now. I am. No, I'm not rich. Poor. Well, I'm not dirt poor, but I live in the D.C. metro area making, you know, like well under what anyone around here can afford to live on. Because... Peanuts. Well, that's what everyone... I, I like... I live with a bunch of roommates because that's just the cost of living around here does not match the pay. I'm not even in a like low shitty position at my company. Like I've been there a while. I'm well respected and I've been promoted a few times, but we still aren't paid anything but a pittance because that's Northern Virginia. You know, nobody mm -hmm. wants to pay. Um, and, and but the cost of living through the roof. And then speaking of pay, all those places that just closed, what about those employees? That's rough, man. I'm really like, I, I'm actually worried about our economy just because there's all these people who are going to be out of work because sure, sure. You know, if, if like certain places close, they're like, we're still going to pay. We're still going to pay. But like, man, a lot of these low end workers, the people who spend money every day and keep the economy running, because really it's the bottom end people like nobody realizes, yeah. but like a guy with a billion dollars does not stimulate the economy. The guy with like 20 grand a year, he spends all of his money every day. Whether it's on mm -hmm. food or housing or transportation, and now they just don't have money. Yes. 
you know. I mean, good news, Mark Cuban, NBA guy is like, we're going to try and keep our hourly employees paid. He can afford it. Yeah. He's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't care if I have to make them go do volunteer work. They're going to get their money somehow and they'll earn it one way or the other. Right. But Disneyland? I'm pretty sure Bob Iger sitting from his cloudy castle up in the somewhere top right. of Mount Everest doesn't give a damn. No, about no, not at all. Goofy. And I'm sure that those like Amazon logistics workers are going to be told to just keep working through the sickness. <laughs> That's uh, why they bought all the adult diapers. You're pregnant and have coronavirus. Yeah. Get in the delivery truck, minion. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get our stock out. prices back up. Yeah. Um. Well, <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, this show, I mean, we don't often talk about the politics all that much, but it's it's affecting everything because all of these game conferences, I mean, PAX East, I barely made it, you know, like we yeah. we got back from that. And then a week later, it's like, by the way, everything's canceled. You're yes, done. Uh, you were at PAX. Yes. And then Sony was like two weeks before, like, we're not going. Yeah. And it was funny, too, because there was like disinfectant every 10 feet. Like, you couldn't walk anywhere without just someone being like, want to sanitize your hands? Nobody no. was, like, shaking hands. Everyone was, like, bumping fists, you know, or not even bumping fists, like, bumping elbows. Like, oh. I, I didn't my soul imp implemented that. They're like, hey, we're not giving you a handshake, but we'll give you, like, an air high five. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do the air high five. I won't do the air high five. But no, I mean, like, it was it was fine. Um you know, I, I, I don't think it was a problem yet. I think we just dodged the issue before mm -hmm. it spread. Um, but it's kind of funny how many companies pulled out and everyone was like, oh, no, does that mean the whole like, the whole event has coronavirus? And I'm like, eh, probably not. Probably. No. I didn't end up attending any of the after parties I was going to, but the lines, if you weren't a VIP, then the line was like around the block, even if you had a fucking ticket. And I was like... I just went over to my friend who's a local, and I'm like, why don't we just go hit up a hole-in-the-wall bar? And so we did that until 3 in the morning. That was fun. Oh, yeah, you had that. You were like, I'm going to the after party, and I'm not standing in line. Bye. Yep, we just went the other fucking way, and we went to this place that was just like a little neighborhood bar, like hole-in-the-wall. One, The first bar we went to, there's no signage. There's just a door. There's like a double doorway. One of them's a restaurant, and the other one is a unmarked, brown door but you go in you go upstairs and it's this really swanky like speakeasy bar called oh. brick and mortar and we had a couple drinks there and then we walked back to my buddy's neighborhood where there was another just like this danky little brick building with a little door and some wind foggy windows that says green street and then you go inside and it's like nice hardwood swanky like lots of different drinks and then we sat down and the bartender there was super cool and we got blasted till three in the morning and then we walked over to the only place open at that time and we ate impossible meatballs <laughs> Oh, I was hoping you would say Waffle House because that's the only thing open at 3 a.m. here. No, the only two things open in that area at 3 in the morning was a uh, shawarma place and a, like, vegetarian cafe bar slash bar called Clover. Um, it was good. Interesting. Good food. I, I had love the, him. With the shawarma, too. The shawarma was good. I love the Impossible stuff. Yeah, I, dude. I didn't I, think I would. I didn't think I would either, but the Impossible meatballs are dank. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was really good. <laughs> Yeah, like even the Beyond Beef ones are very good too. Yeah, I haven't had those. I haven't had the Beyond yet. I've only had the uh, Impossible, but I want to try it. 
Beyond, you can get two patties for $5. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'll try it. Well, you said PAX East. What did you learn at PAX East? Well. Granted, it was, what, two weeks ago now? Yeah, that was about two weeks ago. I mean, we, we weren't able to do our um, the podcast last week, so we couldn't really talk about it. Uh, but the, so PAX East, I mean, I did a whole write-up on ArcadianMedia.com. It's posted there, my PAX East highlights. You're welcome to check it out. It's really great. It's, <laughs> it's all really great write-up, you know. It's quite extensive. I'm quite proud of it. But um, I saw a lot of cool stuff. So, I mean, I got to play the Final Fantasy demo before they, five days later, made standing in line pointless. Which, you know, I agree with the with the move, but mm-hmm. could have just not stood in line. Yeah. Um. Got to check out Animal Crossing, uh, which is more just checking it off my list. We were over there for a different event. Emerald got a sick Luigi's Mansion. Um, so this is this representative of, of Nintendo. Uh, he goes by Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a really cool guy. And he was, like, doing a thing. And he does, like, a giveaway. He just tosses out some free merch just before the end of the day. Um, and Emerald and I were over there. And this Luigi's Mansion 3 notebook. And, I, you know, her and I, we, we co-streamed that. We played it, co-opted it together on mm-hmm. stream for our usual couple stream and when she saw it he, she like freaked out and she started just instead of just waving and shouting nintendo like he told us to do she just went ah, and like freaked out and he saw her all the way behind people and he just stopped and he just pointed at her and just went like this just like told people to move and just handed it to her <laughs> it was really funny like he, she just freaked out and he just saw her just like yeah you go it's her yeah um so that was that was really funny and it was really cool um and uh but besides the major releases you know i don't actually like going to these events for the stuff that you can basically google the answer to you know because they mm-hmm. they're a big company i was really interested in kind of just like the things i hadn't seen that i hadn't even heard of so um the first thing was i stopped by the wired productions booth um, mm-hmm. and they, they had a few different games there, uh, some of which are like not even, they're not released at all and they're not going to be released soon. Like the Falconeer, I didn't get to play it. I watched someone play it. I, I got to meet the PR guy there and exchange like business info with each other, um, and, uh, stuff like that. But the, the two games that really caught my eye, one is out and I intend to play it soon. It's called, uh, Deliver Us the Moon. And it's sort of mm-hmm. like a sci-fi suspense game. Um, you're in space and on the moon and it's sort of like intense. You have these moments where there's like no oxygen and stuff like that. And it, it's really cool. I won't go too deep into it, but that was really cool. And then the other one, which isn't out until May, was Those Who Remain, which is made by a small indie developer. It's a horror game. Mm, and yes. it's, it's I, you know, we love our horror. Um, yes. But what was really, you know, you can tell, like, I mean, this is their first, a, a, like, major game. So it's definitely, like, simple in a mm-hmm. number of ways. But, um, so the mechanics are really simple. Just like, you know, you, you, you click with this, you run with this, and that's basically all the controls that there are. Um, but the mechanic is, is that you have to stay in the light because whenever there's darkness, there's just these shadowy figures with knives and axes and glowing blue eyes just standing there. And as soon as they get hit by light, they disappear. Um, so the whole game is a series of puzzles around like creating light to let, let you to move forward. And it can be really creepy because you can like need to get into a room and there's just these shadowy figures just standing there staring at you and you have to like gently reach around and like flick the light on so that they don't get you um yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool and there's some cool puzzles and stuff it's a psychological horror game so you know 
uh, I'm kind of burnt out on those, you know, oh, I'm troubled mm-hmm. and this horror is mostly about me processing my troubles, but we'll see when the when I actually play the game how much of the supernatural is real and how much of it is just in his head. Ooh. Oh, psychological uh, trauma is so interesting. I think the scariest game that I saw you tweet or Instagram from PAX East was a uh, Smile Simulator. Oh, you mean Speaking or Simulator? T- speaking Simulator. There that it is. that game was so funny like like for those of you listening or watching on youtube uh the the whole game is you basically you're a robot and your goal is to infiltrate society and to do this you have to simulate speaking using the controls so you have control over like how wide the mouth is how up and down it is and the tongue and you have to hit certain points in the mouth to uh mm. to make certain sounds and you have to keep the conversation going without revealing that you're a robot but it could just be really funny because the tongue can just like glitch into your brain or like knock your <laughs> teeth out like i think by the time emerald was done with like halfway through the first level she had knocked out all her teeth with her tongue Jesus. it's so horrifying it's really funny it's how our robot overlords are going to learn one of these days yeah yeah robot overlords yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna they're just gonna be like <laughs> so that now, was you know that's funny i went to my baby packs here in san Antonio. yes you went to so, pack south yes mini pack packs. South, small mini packs baby packs small packs there was more room for magic the gathering than there was for games but <laughs> that's a different point i what will say think? there was a massive section for magic at pax east it didn't take up the majority of the space but it was it was large and full like the whole time ours was Heartful, but I was also there early in the morning to try and beat the crowds. Okay, but what did you think about the um, the gaming the two hundred and fifty dollar dice? Listen, caged dice are super cool. Such a cool concept—a die within a die, bouncing around. That's so cool. That's so nifty. It's not two hundred and fifty dollars nifty. There's a lot of things I could do with two hundred and fifty dollars. I could get two massages i could get two 90 minute massages from the local like professional massage therapist for 250 dollars. i could buy like at least four games at full bullshit retail price for 250 dollars. i could probably buy the equipment to build an entire one of those two thousand dollar gaming tables that they the carpenters sell by myself with 250 dollars so, if you ask me, Kevin, what do you think about the $250 aluminum? <laughs> My answer to you is, it's $250 for shaped aluminum. I'm, It's cool. It's not $250 cool. Yeah. You, I mean, it, I get it. Like, there's a number of things that go into the pricing, right? One is you have to have the right equipment. You have to cast mm-hmm. it, right? So, it's, a, it's obviously, like, I mean, it's aluminum. It's really easy to cast aluminum. But, like... You know, okay, fine. Um, and then there's how many you make. Do you have, are you casting them by, you know, really manually? Or are you, like, it's a production line? Obviously, ChessX makes their resin dye wholesale. It's easy. You know, it's all just the same shit with a different color resin. So it's it's not hard. Um, and it's on a production line. So they can sell it for you for, you know, $10 or whatever. But, you know, and then and then finally you have to go with how many are you selling, right? That's like that's why mattresses are so expensive. Mattresses aren't expensive to make. It's just that they hold on to them for so long that mm-hmm. 
every sale has to be more meaningful. So it's low volume and you keep a mattress for a long time. So that's why they're more expensive. Makes sense. Um, But then when you look at me and go, don't you want $250 dice? I'm like, not really. (laughs) I I don't care about this. And they have all the die that are like made of, you know, various stuff like precious stone dice. And I'm like, okay, how much is this? $137, $200. And I'm like, they're cool, but they're going to break if you throw them on anything but like the leather cups that they sell. I'm like, how much mm-hmm. is the leather throwing case? $75. Oh, man. You know. Still paying we're... 25 Thanks. 250 Right, exactly. And so at the end of the day, I don't give a shit if, one, my resin dice aren't going to break very easily. And if they do... I can replace them. Um, on top of that, you have the heavy metal dies, you know, the rare yeah. earth dies. They're just heavy. And so if you throw them, you're going to break whatever you're throwing them on. <laughs> we play on a glass. We play on a glass table. Like, <laughs> what? No. Let's play on a glass table today, guys. Uh. Let me throw my titanium <laughs> die. <laughs> well, that's that. Oh, Damn. Guess I'm spending five hundred on a new table for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Great. Um, so yeah, I mean, I could go on and on and on about overpriced die, but I'm not going to. But so yeah, your packs. Cool. Your packs was four days, wasn't it? Yeah, we were there all four days. Mm-hmm. Did you bring back anything cool other than a Luigi Mansion? Yeah. Thing? Well, so I, I I can't really pick it up because we bought. There was an artist there selling these really nice, um, like pat like mats you know so they're Mm -hmm. like the mats that are also uh like mouse pads and everything and this is one of those emerald got it for me that was really really cool um now this was what was this is what i was going to tell you there's a company called whirlwind fx they were there with a small booth uh they make Mm -hmm. a really cool keyboard where the lights on the keyboard match whatever's on your screen like if you line them all up you can get the full image coming from like so it's really really cool um but they had another thing that they were showing there. It's called the Vortex. Mm-hmm. And hold on. I have... So so first off, it was really cool. I, we sat down. It's this device that blows air at you by analyzing what's on your screen and concluding what it is and then blowing hot or cold air to match that. So like I played Doom 2016. When I fired a shotgun, it would shoot a little burst of air at my face. And then when I was like getting flame thrown at by a demon i like felt like hot air blowing at me and it was oh. very immersive it was really cool that's awesome it was really really cool like so much so like i needed to like i was like i have to introduce myself to like the guy and be like this is awesome well anyway my birthday was just the other day you know it was happy last birthday month. thank you yes it was monday last monday so so i didn't expect this but i was uh playing league with friends the other night and emerald comes downstairs with boxes and just tells me to open it and let me let me show you so i open this box and inside of this box is another box which is the (laughs) the vortex and she got me two of them (laughs) whoa that thing's huge It, it is it is big yeah it is it is big um but it's pretty cool it's really awesome i'm so super excited to get to set it up where i haven't taken them out of their boxes yet because we're moving so soon and when we move 
I'm going to have to like redo my whole setup because it'll be a different shaped room. So, oh man, my hair always does that. It's really annoying. Um, so we're <laughs> going to do that. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to set them up then. I know, right? My, my Maybe luscious locks. My luscious locks. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. So that's something we didn't bring it back, but you know, we brought back the idea and then Emerald made it a reality, which was mm. great um other than that though i mean we didn't buy too much merch she bought some like pax east merch while we were there she mm -hmm. got her um uh, another mat so she has the mat she has down here which is like the one she bought and then she took got a pax east mat that she took to work and she just has that on her desk now um Damn. and so it was really cool yeah it was it was a really good experience it was a lot of fun um hmm. and i you know people like Christian and uh, his friend made fun of me when I mentioned that I was playing League from the BYOC area. But yeah. honestly, like you can sit here and make fun of me for bringing your own computer, but having a private area where it's just this seat is yours for the duration of the event with high speed internet, and you can just sit there and chill whenever you want. Um, you're it's it's available to you from slightly before open to mm -hmm. close every day. Um, and it's guarded. So you can just leave your laptop, leave your bags, leave your shit. The only thing they tell you is don't leave like tiny, easily stolen things because mm -hmm. they can't keep track of everything. But like to bring your laptop in or your or your desktop, if you're someone who brought your desktop, you have to check oh. it in. P people do that. A lot of people did that. That's huh. the whole event behind it. Most of them are yeah. locals or people who could drive. Oh, right? gotcha. Only, only like one guy I knew of flew with his desktop and he had a desktop that was like, you know, oh, easy to a mini. Yeah, yeah. It was like a mini with a handle. Um huh. so uh but yeah you you know you have to register your electronics and to leave with them you have to check them out. They won't oh, let you okay. leave with anything that uh you checked in and they keep track what? of it. So it's really cool. And it meant that just whenever we felt overwhelmed we could just go over to BYOC and just chill watch netflix and eat our lunch or play league of legends or whatever and it was it was really cool and i met some cool people there that i ended up playing games with but that was the quietest room in the entire area well it's not a room at pax east because the convention center is so huge it's actually over near the pc land area and they just oh. put up barriers and then it's just a series of tables over there so it wasn't quiet but i found the acoustics at the event to actually not be bad it wasn't particularly oh. loud either well, damn. Yeah, I was because I'd play games with you, and your ping was like three. I know the internet like, was really fast. Like I have a really low ping here. You know, when I play, mm -hmm. when I play games, I usually have like twenty-seven ping. But over there, it was like ten. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I play games with you. My ping's a hundred. I play games with Andy. My three hundred. Right. Well, you know, I mean, you Andy's ping is seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> handy <laughs> playing with other australians it's high <laughs> yeah even with other australians it's like 300 <laughs> yes well that might be fixed it. soon we'll see we'll see oh um, yeah he moving yeah he is but yeah there was a lot of other cool things there that i didn't get to see um i saw some other cool games interacted with some cool people i didn't get to see mc front a lot i, I tried to find him he was at one mm -hmm. of the booths but i couldn't find the booth and i eventually gave up <laughs> uh but it was it was a lot of fun. A lot of cool indie games that I played that I was like, wow, this is awesome. And uh, met some really cool people. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I always would want to go again. But now 
I'm probably once the coronavirus stops infecting the entire um, continent, I would want to go actually and register with media badges now because with Arcadian at the time we didn't we had already bought our tickets. Right. Mm -hmm. I bought my tickets like when they first came out. And then, you know, four months later, we decide to start Arcadian and we start working towards it too late to go back and be like, hey, here's my press credentials. Um, Yeah. So I just was like, fuck it, whatever. But the but next time, you know, I'm going to be having to go and like actually probably actually bring equipment and actually interview people. So we'll see. But it was it was awesome. It was super awesome. Get your big camcorder with the VHS in it, you know. You know what? Hello. I have a camera, so it doesn't put you don't put a VHS, but I have the um, mini DVs. That yeah. was my first camera that my mom bought me when I started film school. It was a, it's a Sony something. It looks really cool, and it uses the mini DV. I mean, nobody uses that anymore. Now you use the, you know, DSLRs like what I got going on here, and you just plug a fucking hard drive into it and yeah take your your so one guy there i was like what camera are you using he's like i'm using a black magic this or that and you know you have to plug in the hard drive because nothing else is fast enough to record at 6k and i'm like who do you work for and he told me and i'm like why 6k and he's like he just sort of looked at me for a second i'm like don't you guys put i don't remember what the company was i'm like don't you guys put that shit on youtube and he's like yeah (laughs) and i'm like youtube doesn't do that does it do 6k why and he was like uh and i was like okay fair <laughs> enough <laughs> i mean he was I a cool guy 6k but... tv jesus i know right um go buy go buy me a red dragon and uh one of the red cameras you know rack up 50 grand record at 8k put it on youtube at 10 1080p <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. I'll go buy my $120,000 8K Samsung 125-inch TV just to watch it Thank on you. YouTube. Fantastic. And ADP. Oh, look at that. What is that? Hmm. What is, is that? This is... Uh, okay, first off, Pike's Place Brewery, please do not DMCA me. I am promoting your drink for free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> this is the Kilt Lifter by Pike Brewing Company. Um. So we've actually had this for a year. Last birthday, I took everyone back to Seattle, which is where I was, you know, born. And uh, there's a place there called the Pike Brewing Company, and they make this, the Kilt Lifter, which is a um, scotch ale. And Mike picked up a a six-pack of it for my birthday, to which went away into storage and was hidden. So we came back, and it was my birthday the other day, and I was like, oh, man, you know, I... I'm not being good right now. I, w- I want to drink something other than other than liquor. And he's like, well, I have the kilt lifter. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, we bought it a year ago. It's just, just been holding on to it. And I'm like, and why isn't it in the fridge yet? <laughs> so I've been drinking them before I go back to trying to not be such a big chungus. Oh, I understand. I'm a, I'm a massive chungus. My doctor is like, lose weight or die. I'm like... <laughs> I mean, ask it a lot there, fella. Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh, she's like, you're 31. Um, we need to look into your 40s. I'm like, <laughs> like, well, you know, it's 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 like he's like, listen, if you don't lose weight, you're gonna die. Not seeing the downside. <laughs> yeah, you're telling I'll, me I'll sh- I can eat whatever I want and be enormous, and then my reward is the sweet release of death. Sign me up. I'll take eight. 
It didn't help that last weekend before after my doctor's appointment, I was like, hmm, what sounds good? Let's get a chili cheese hamburger, cheese hot dog, chili cheese fry. What do you want? Diet Dr. Pepper. No, just kidding. I got a regular Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll take a triple bypass with extra cheese and a Diet Coke. I mean, if we ever go to Vegas, yeah, let's let's go to that uh, heart attack cafe. Yeah, heart attack. I, I I would do that once just to do it, just to try it, just to see what it's like. I no, I'm I yeah I may yeah I have nothing for that as you can tell. Like maybe once, but seeing the YouTube videos, like, come on, man, you're eating five pounds of beef. Like, oh, I could never finish it. I would no. I would go and order one, and then like split it. Oh yeah, you know, hell no. So oh you. Okay. Vegas hasn't shut down yet. Uh-oh. 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 Are you looking at your dog? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, she's she's running off. She's like, uh-oh. And then she just like... <laughs> um. So, you know, anyway, PAX was great. I look forward to going again. I look forward to going fully representing Arcadian, you know, um, with with my new business cards and all that stuff. Because it didn't, that stuff didn't arrive fast enough. You know, mm -hmm. we were, well, I, I realized too late, like I got my, my shirt and my sweater and Emerald stuff. And I was like, oh shit, I don't have my business cards. And we were like, cause we just forgot to make them. Like we designed them and then just forgot. And, uh, they didn't arrive in time. So, you know, next time, but, but yeah. And I mean, you should come, you should come. It'd be fun. Well, you know, if I do go, you'll see me wearing my Hamdi the Beefcake shirt. Yeah, your Hamdi the Beefcake shirt. is, is uh, Wait, is the image on the back? Oh, yeah, it you is. You should show everyone. You need to show everyone the, the, the pic, the image. Oh. There it is. <laughs> straighten it. Wait, wait, straighten it. Do it again. Do it again and straighten it. Oh, you can't hear me. You couldn't no, hear I me. No, I can't hear you. I was just really like, straight. You needed to straighten it because it like bent a little bit. Oh, it, it bent was, a little bit? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really funny. Too bad, Hamdi gets to be like a Canadian from South Park now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was really, it was really funny. That's really funny. That's a funny shirt. Um, so yeah, uh, that was PAX East. It was good. It was fun. Um, but changing, changing the subject a little, um, I'm wondering what's going to happen. Tell me what you think. Of the fact that now that E3 is canceled, what do you think the future of E3 is? Because that that conference has already become sort of a a creature of of what it used to mm -hmm. be. I think it's done. I think we're going away of uh, cable. Everybody or you know streaming these days. Everyone's yeah. going to have their own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 that's going to be less fun because I mean, who really wants to like? I mean, I liked E3, but it really mm -hmm. is a shell of its former self. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'll never forget. I think I stopped. This was a while ago, but I stopped liking E3 the way other people do. People still do it. They're like, dude, it's E3. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Can we play? And yeah. my reason is because I'll never forget when EA had Pele come out on stage and just babble at the crowd for like 25 minutes. <laughs> and you couldn't understand a fucking word of what he said. And I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, his, I'm not just saying like that the man needs to like be super super duper like good at talking and be like super amazing in english you know i mean i'm sure he'd be good in his native tongue maybe i don't know him well enough i don't know what he sounds like in his native tongue but it was mm -hmm. but but 
I'm not attacking Pele. I'm attacking the fact that EA had Pele come out and make zero sense for 25 minutes. You mm. know, it was just so boring. And that's what, like, that's EA. That, that, that is E3 now. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, E3 is good at one thing, getting smaller companies into the spotlight. Sure. If they but do it. I mean, PAX does that. Do yeah. PAX then, has like the whole indie corner and like, but go ahead. Sorry. But if you don't have Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, hell, I'll even throw Bethesda, EA, and Activision in there. Yeah. If you don't have that, what do you have? Um, Devolver Digital making fun of you? Yes, and <laughs> CD Projekt Red going, fuckers. Right. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, you've got Nintendo Direct nowadays. Like, mm -hmm. does anyone really need to go to E3 when you could just go watch the Nintendo Direct? Like, there it is. Yeah, and there's BlizzCon. Or can't they expand it to Activision BlizzCon? Sure. I mean, BlizzCon's a dying company. Blizzard's a dying company, so who cares? But, like, I'm, I am I don't play anything from them anymore. And I'm not even bitter. I just, it's dead. I'm not, it, forget the fact that I don't agree with their Hong Kong stuff, you know, and I mean, Matt, my business partner yeah. is going to give me shit for that because you're like, oh, it didn't have any effect. I'm going to go, okay, but still fuck them. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, yes, but still fuck them. Yeah. Um, like, the the thing is, is that, uh, you know, it, they just don't have any products they want anymore and they keep fucking up. Mm -hmm. We remastered our best game, the most popular game we've ever made. We remastered it. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> you want to chug this turd? We made it $60. We've already installed it on your computer. Yeah. If you own Warcraft 3, we've already installed it. Even if you don't ever buy it, we've already installed it. It's a requirement now. And if you pay the money, we will ruin this game for you. Oh. And you'll never play the old one again. You just have this piece of shit now. We took a dump on a plate and said, pay us. You know, and that's that's Blizzard now. I mean, they they can't even balance Overwatch anymore. It's dead, you know, Overwatch League is dying. It's been dying. It's in its death throes. Hearthstone is irrelevant ever since they stopped supporting the tournaments. Oh, not, not Hearthstone. Sorry. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Oh. Hearthstone is absolutely trounced by all the other card games that are out there. Magic Arena. And now we've got League of Legends making, you know, uh, Legends of Runeterra. Riot made Legends of Runeterra, which it's fine. It's a card game, but it's it's League of Legends card game, which is mm -hmm. League, League of Legends has continued to survive as WoW has died. That's impressive. And Hearthstone was just card game WoW. So mm -hmm. which one do you think is going to be more popular? Gwent. <laughs> I, you know what people really like Gwent I didn't get into it but you know it's still people still play it oh yeah they do it's massively popular it's, so it's it's one of those things where it's just like what does Blizzard have anymore except um, none of the original people who ever worked there <laughs> true and then with this whole thing coming down coronavirus yeah who's are they gonna lay off people are they gonna stop game development I don't know. They they laid off a bunch of people in the in a bunch of their European offices just so that they can make their P and L look better. Oh boy, that was something they did last year. That was cool. Well, I mean, I already have my own issues with game development. Like, I don't know how it goes, but how do you release a game with that many bugs? 
Um, I'm talking about Ori too. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I don't know. Ask the developers of Ori. Yeah, Ori and an the eight, Will of the Wisps. I got an eight gig update. Still didn't fix audio. Thanks, guys. Like, well, hmm. at least you don't get stuck in a cave that has no exit. True. And I got. Oh, um, did I tell you mine? I got crushed under a rock and then got shot through the level. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I was like, well, there goes my perfect, you know, no dying run. But I had died 40 times before that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, man. The, it, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to be difficult. Like, game development is not, I'm sure it's not easy. And bugs happen. And, I mean, yeah. I've supported so many games that had a lot of bugs. I mean, I was huge into the Stalker series, and those were never perfect. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's made by some Russians in a garage with like spit and motor oil and vodka. <laughs> but like, I, I, I'm forgiving, but sometimes I sit here and I go, nobody was pushing to have this today. Like, here's the thing about Ori and Will of the Wisps. I, I'm very excited for it. I was very excited for it. But until they said this is coming out in two weeks, I didn't think about it. I didn't either. You know, no one was shouting, you have to give this to me. Give me Ori now. Like, if they had just waited two more weeks, ironed out the issues, I don't know if anyone would have noticed. I don't think so. And it probably wouldn't have been an 8.2 gig update. Probably not. Probably not. Nope. And then, well, wasn't Ori delayed once already? Yeah. Well, I mean, game development is just... You've got these massively complicated programs with lots of assets and lots of design and mm-hmm. lots of testing this to be done because it's big and then it needs a lot of testing. And then you give it a date and you say, meet this date. I mean, literally, that's what happened with No Man's Sky. You know, the problem oh, was is yeah. they had a target and an impossible task. It's not, they For eventually sure. met it. They eventually met that, but it took getting completely devastated by not meeting it and still releasing the game for them to buckle down and fix it. But they needed another year. They needed another year and a half to fix it. And they, they should have just taken it because you could say, well, then no one's going to buy it. And I go, gamers forget you're mad. You're mad for a week. I didn't get my no man's sky. I wanted it so bad. And then you wait a year and a half. And I mean, the day that half-life three actually titled three ever officially fucking comes out it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter that it's never been announced. Every motherfucker... I mean, look, they announced Half-Life Alex, and now they just can't keep the index in the fucking shop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long Valve just sits around with their thumb up their ass releasing hats for Team Fortress 2. The day they announce a new game, everyone shits the bed, spends all their money. It's inevitable. That's gamers, you know? They're like Star Wars fans. They just seem to like the abuse damn <laughs> battlefield 2 battlefield mm. 2 well another game that's going the way of um i don't know the one we were just talking about that was really bad uh, no man's sky is anthem uh, yeah you remember you you saw my anthem review right oh yeah i did i've talked about that one a few times it is my favorite review because i was just so full of vitriol you know i was just so (laughs) nonplussed with the game and and it wasn't like a this fucking sucks it was just like boy howdy let me tell you how shit this is you know 
we fly around and you you gotta go through waterfalls and cool off the engines Ah, ah, ah. unless you play the wizard because every fucking sci-fi game needs magic for some reason i yes i'm not trying to be like i know a lot of people like destiny but like i just wish that sci-fi stopped meaning psychic powers like it's everything there's a game called eclipse phase which is based on the series the the books the altered carbon books Mm. um you know there's a tv show called ultra carbon which is loosely at this point based on the books um so eclipse phase is based on altered carbons universe and in it there is a virus that can give you psychic powers and i hate it and i banned it from any game i ran and then the second another friend of mine ran the game he included it and of course every motherfucker in the party wanted to have psychic powers and it was the stupidest shit that got us all basically killed it was dumb and it completely took away from the sci-fi theme it's like the great thing about sci-fi is it's based on like science and if it seems like magic then eventually you can explain it and this was like nah man your brain just makes shit levitate no explanation well what's the science behind it eh can it's we ever tumor. figure it out? It's a tumor, literally. Like, like <laughs> viral brain tumor makes you able to lift objects with your mind. Well, that was actually the whole basis of the movie Phenomenon. Wait, really? Yeah, he actually had a brain tumor, and he could make things move just by thinking about it. So, that movie is Eclipse Phase. Yeah, yeah except it takes place with John Travolta and, oh, what's his name? Horace Whitaker. Oh. Do they, like, like a- switch bodies randomly? Because you can no. do that? Oh, okay. They don't just, like, pop out a piece of their spine and shove it in another body? No. Oh, okay. The uh, the crazy doctor from uh, Independence Day is in there. Oh, there you go. That yeah, sells so it for me. It. He's like, how are you making the pencil move? I'm asking it to. <laughs> I'm asking it to. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, paperclip, could you please move? Thank you. <laughs> Magical. <laughs> I am. Um, must I must have Magical. a tumor. I think you do. A psychic brain tumor. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. A lot of gay. I think, well, it'll be interesting, honestly, with this, you know, virus, um, to see how many things weather the storm, just yeah. globally. I mean, there are Korean Air is talking about having to go out of business because of this, because you know, airlines are super low margin, right? So yes. they they're always running on minimal. Um, mm-hmm. They may seem like that's that's why they suck. If, if we're honest, that's why flying sucks ass. Because mm-hmm. the only seat, and there's a reason they go above and beyond for first class, because the only seat on a plane that actually makes profit is the first class seats. Everyone else covers costs. So they want to yeah. fill economy because economy covers the cost of running the flight. And then first class is where all the profit is. That's why they only need like 17 of them, you know, or 18 people, 12 people, whatever. Like they just, that's just the profit. And so that's why, you know, they go above and beyond for the first class people. Um, but it's also why flying sucks because it's just super low margin. It's it's not cheap um, <laughs> to fly a plane. Well, shit, they made what? Six billion last year in bag fees? Treat my bag with more respect. I know, right? <laughs> but you have to think about how much of that. That's how much revenue they made. That's not how much profit they made. So True. That's how much. Yeah. You know, after they've paid all their employees, covered all their costs. I don't actually know how much of it was, but it's it's very low margin. Oh, um, yeah. So 
Korean Air is talking about, you know, maybe they're going to have to go out of business because they just can't keep running without flights and Korea's quarantined. And like, mm -hmm. you know, all these companies are like flipping a shit. And it's funny because you've got other companies like that are just like, we're fine. Why? We're just working from home. Whatever. You know? No. Kevin, please come to work and spread your virus. <sighs> God, I just... They're now just talking about doing a test of how, doing one day next week of having everyone work from home to see if see how it goes. And I'm like, buddy, the virus is in our area. Like, we got a lot of old boomers working in our office. Like, I mean, once all of our executives die, can I have their job? Like, <laughs> <laughs> at the same pay, sure. Like, right? Like, no, same pay you're making now. Oh, fucking kill me. Well, actually, you know what? No, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll do it for six months and then I'll apply at another job. No, oh, there you go. Because now I can say that I was the director of whatever, you know? Oh, perfect. And get a 100% increase, 200% increase. Um, well, I mean, if boomer virus takes out all the boomers, there might actually be jobs opening. That's true. That's true. It's, it's possible. We'll see what happens. Um... So it's I don't know what are, what are your thoughts though what do you what do you think is going to happen with all I the mean, things shutting down? Well, I mean, people are going to lose their jobs, and <laughs> I don't know if like the government can pay unemployment that much because what South by Southwest that was supposed to happen today. Oh no, right, yeah, starting today, and they said no, you can't do it. We're not refunding, and we're going to lay off a third of our staff. Ouch. Good luck, guys. We have the best endeavors for you in the future. South by Southwest. I mean, yeah, you kept your money, but I don't think you're going to be much longer. Not unless they somehow make it up to people because, like, no one's going to be like, thanks for taking my money. This is fine. Yeah. They said that uh, instead of a refund, you can come back uh, 2021, 2022, or, yeah, 2021, 2022. I mean, I guess there's that. Yeah. Yes, we're in 2020. <laughs> Just making sure. I was like, 2019? What? No. No, what, what are, where are we? This what year is this? Yes. I must prevent the people from getting coronavirus in 2020. <laughs> there was a, I saw some, like some woman did a, like wrote a book like eight years ago or something that like says prophecies. And one of the prophecies was at verbatim the arrival of the coronavirus in 2020. Nostradamus, here she is. Yeah, here she is. I was like, what? That's a little spooky. But um, with businesses, though, I mean, smaller businesses may not survive. Like your mom and pop shops, they yeah. probably don't have the capital. Well, you know what, though? They might because a lot of these places, if they were to, like, because they're run by family, if they were to just turn everything off mm -hmm. and wait it out, and maybe if the government is providing any level of benefits, which, you know, they're talking about it, they mm -hmm. may be able to survive. But a company with a bunch of employees that they have to pay because they're not just paying themselves, those ones are probably like, you know, your mom and pop diner can probably tell their employees, I'm sorry, please go collect unemployment until until this blows over and mm -hmm. live, right? Yeah. But your, you know, your Korean heirs, what are they going to fucking do? You know what yeah. I mean? Like. And that's going to blow up the economy with all these people with no money, you know, who used to make 50 grand. I mean, how, how are they going to make their mortgage payments, pay their rent, you know? Maybe they'll, maybe we'll pull in Italy and wave all things. How? So 
great lord or the god emperor and his ken doll convinced the healthcare companies to cover the coronavirus tests completely nope oh no it can't the, the health insurance companies came out and said we're only cover or well he said it last night he's going to cover everything according to coronavirus yeah and he's like no we're only taking care of your copay for the test right so if you're out of pocket if you didn't meet your out of pocket too bad that's horrible well but here's my favorite thing here's my favorite thing though so they're going to cover that right yeah but what happens right Mm -hmm. when you're at one of these myriads of companies that's laying off all its employees yeah Good luck. No, no, no health insurance anymore. Yeah. So how are we going to test? And that's what blows my mind. We're going to charge you $1,300 to get tested for this virus that we need you to get tested for. Huh? Yeah. Well, even better. The United States doesn't have any way to really test for it. Well, I mean, besides the CDC. Right, which uh, stopped people from doing tests for some reason. <laughs> For like yes. a month. No, you can't test. Why not? Uh, yeah. That was uh, their response. Their response was just, uh, no. So, I mean, my state, yeah, they're opening testing centers, but like they said they can do like 50 a day. Great. I live in a town of 500,000. <laughs> oh boy, 50 a day. They're really gonna get. It. How do you only do fifty a day? Like, your average grocery store has more people than that come through. Yes. And I live in a I live in a coastal town. Spring break is the start of tourist season. Uh So we're about to get an influx of like one point two million of people coming down here for spring break. One point two million coronavirus patients. Potentially, yes. I I guarantee some of them are just bringing it on in. They're like, "Hey, you know, we got a little bit of a, a little bit a little tickle in here." Anyway, going on vacation. Yeah, and the scary thing is, is somebody may be asymptomatic and have it, and you won't know because symptoms don't start showing for five to twenty-one days. Yeah. Well, so here's one thing though: the World Health Organization did say that dogs cannot get the virus. So to be clear, who let the dogs out? getting a dog door they can let themselves out no the world health organization Mm -hmm. says that it's okay for your dogs to go out because they can't carry the virus so literally who let the dogs out (sighs) (laughs) actually what was it that one place that found the coronavirus can be carried on dogs well yeah can't get it physically go on them right but they can't like any any surface can fucking carry the virus but like oh there's disease go get it go get it go get it copper (laughs) go now collect the disease and bring it to me i wish to obtain if the squirrels in my tree can get it they can fucking die <laughs> I love people's hate for squirrels. We have never had a bad relationship with squirrels in anywhere I've lived. And yet I know other people are like, those fucking squirrels. Well, I'm pretty sure they're the dicks who've been stealing all my pecans out of my pecan tree. Oh. I'm sorry. My condolences for your pecans. Pecans. Pe- pecans. Mm, for, my, for my pecan pie. My pecan sandies. Your pecans. Yeah, that there coronavirus, you know. Mm. Delicious. 
I just put it with a little bit of Lyme disease I got from the ticks last week. <laughs> yeah, that's a real problem here. I got Lyme disease once. Mm, that sucked. Yeah, I had it. It was like it was on this arm. It was a tick bite right here. It was like a big mm -hmm. bullseye rash. And mm -hmm. I went on doxycycline. That shit fucked me up. Uh, it the I'm pretty sure that the antibiotic fucked me up more than the than the limes. <laughs> Like, Probably. nothing in my body worked after I fully cleansed every freaking bacteria in my body. Bacteria must be gone. All yes. bacteria. It was, good and bad. Yes, the good was gone, too. I had to, like, go on, like, a bunch of uh, probiotics and stuff, and my body was never quite the same after that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, my it actually fucked up my skin, surprisingly. Because, you know, our, our skin is covered in, like, good bacteria, too. And, yeah. And bad, but the good helps yeah. with the bad. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. so anyway, you know, that was, uh, that was a good experience. And so, you know, I, I think I don't want any more limes to go with my Corona. Oh yeah. Did you, did you have enough toilet paper? I don't know if we have enough toilet paper. I mean, we have, we have, we have toilet paper. We're, we're fine. As long as we don't go like, just like get our whole fist covered before a single wipe. You know, I think we'll, I think we'll last. I think you should get a bidet. We have bidets. Oh, perfect. Stop using toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, well, I need to keep the toilet paper to ward off the coronavirus. Oh, fuck. I forgot. That's you just put thing. a roll in front of every door and in front of every window. It's kind of <laughs> like when you put salt to keep the ghosts oh, out, but you just yes. put the roll of toilet paper and it keeps the corona out. Well, I do know why the toilet paper is all out of Italy, because Pornhub gave them premium while they are in quarantine. I love that. I love that Pornhub was just like, we understand you're bored. Please look at all the dicks and vaginas you uh, <laughs> you, you you can you can consume. Yes. Yes, please. We'll leave an uncensored some for you. <laughs> is it censored in Italy? I have no idea. I don't, I don't think, think so. it I don't think it is. I always I always think of Italy as that like romance sexed up country, you know? Well, I mean, Pornhub will release the stats here soon. Yes, that's true. About what is most watched. Yeah, they always do. They always I mean, do. We kind of ruined, um, you know, Toxic Hat, you know, our favorite streamer. Yeah, yeah, I love Toxic. So, guys, I Andy and I haven't talked about Toxic. We talked about a couple of streamers who are our friends. But Toxic Hat on Twitch, that's Toxic underscore Hat, is a yes. really, really great guy with a dick that... We are 100% sure. I mean, we know, we know for a fact, is actually horsecock. Yes. Well, because they don't have horses there, it's moose. <laughs> right, because he's Swedish. <laughs> yeah. uh, moosecock. Yes. Oh, Mr. Long Schlong so Toxic. So I went to Home Depot today and I took a picture of the tape measure rope. And I asked him, was this big enough for you, Toxic? The, the, so you cut out, you said you took a picture of the tape measure? The 300-foot tape measure and asked Toxic if it was big enough for him. My favorite part is he said nothing. It was just something that we came <laughs> up with in Andy's chat. was just clearly because he's so handsome and so kind and so loving that clearly, and he lives in Sweden, you know, and, mm -hmm. and things are going well there and that he just must have a massive dick. He's clearly <laughs> blessed, so... Yes. You know. Oh. It it happened again in his chat this morning. Did it? Yeah, because uh Andy was playing Ori and he found a cave shaped of a peen. Oh. And that just went into Toxic's chat and oh man. I'm the one who started it in Toxic's chat. 
Before, this morning? Yeah, like I went in there. Oh. I went in there and said, hey, we're talking about your long schlong. He was, no one was watching him. Then I went and then Egna followed me. And then, oh. and then, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know if the conversation continued after I went to lunch at work, but. Oh, it did. I jumped <laughs> in. I guess you were gone to lunch at work. And I just, woo, we went really far. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that that, that happened. That makes me very happy. Yeah, because we're like toxic only allows likes girls that are under five feet. And Casey's like, damn, I'm five foot one. I'm like, get on your knees. You cut out. <laughs> I told Casey to get on her knee because uh, I said toxic would be um, uh, only likes girls that are under five feet. Uh huh. And then I was like, Casey's like, damn it, I'm too tall. I'm over five foot. I'm like, get on your knees and then you're four. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting very risque. This is getting, we're very apologize, apologize to everyone, especially because we're actually using names, which is yes. super inappropriate. Um, I blame JJ. Uh, I, I don't I have do I don't have Andy here to just focus on you know telling people not to say I want to kill the president of the United States, which is what you know you it's illegal to say that unless like we're doing right now. We're just saying you know don't say that, or I'm explaining that mm -hmm. Andy would explain that you know you shouldn't say I want to kill the president of the United States. You'd never say that, right? No, let's formulate a plan. Just kidding. To do just, what? Hello. I, to do nothing don't worry about it <laughs> cia i am not here <laughs> yeah just pick up your phone if you're if you're listening to this rather than watching on youtube uh we are just telling our local fbi agent who watches our phone that we are kidding about wanting to kill the I'm president kidding. of the united states yes let me get the, let me tell the pigeons outside my window <laughs> don't worry about it guys don't worry about it don't you know what we don't have to do it because the president's like a trillion years old and he's probably going to die of coronavirus so uh, the Democratic nominee is older than him. Yeah, well, well soon to be. with any luck, he'll die too. Yeah, I didn't say that out loud. With with nope. if it, fate will decide the 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 fate of our our, uh, our our local senile old man that for some reason everyone thinks is such a great choice. Mm -hmm. Well, funny story about the president. He was at uh, his Florida El Mar Lago. Blah, 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 yeah, Mar a Lago. Yeah. Him and Pence were both in that resort with uh, the Brazilian guy who had coronavirus oh, and was confirmed no. two days later. Oh, no. Funny. That's funny. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Great yerb. Great yerb yeah. there, fellas. And then he's like, I don't think we need to get tested. What? Thank you. Thank you. El Presidente. What? You know what? What? I have a coworker who um he he's the management trainer and he came he was talking to me the other day how he was like upset because they were gonna send him to the UK for this training. They're gonna send him mm -hmm. or not even I don't even know if it's the UK, it was Europe. And then he said, you know, and, and they were gonna force him. And I, I actually was about to write a letter to his boss saying this is highly inappropriate and you know, if anything, he he's not young. Like if he gets this, it's, he's at a higher risk. And if you do this and he gets sick and something happens, then, you know, you are to blame and the company could get sued. Cause I was just like, it's not okay. Like, it's just not okay. Um, mm -hmm. And then he comes to me today and he tells me, so, you know, you know, I, this morning I was so happy. I was like, thank you, president Trump for doing, you know, for, for doing this. Cause he did the, the travel ban. And I stopped him and I said, did you ever think you'd say that out loud? <laughs> You ever think you ever think you'd say that out loud? I I never did. 
Oh man, that was funny. Yeah, so, I go to my parents' house in Georgia, and there's a Trump Pence 2020 sign out front. I mean, that's fine. They're they're probably right. It's going to win. Yeah, you know, Joe Biden's going to forget where he is during the presidential primary debate, so or the presidential debate, the general election. But, you know. Well, I mean, if uh, Bernie doesn't use it, Trump's going to use it. Him getting into that shouting match with the uh, auto worker over the Second Amendment, <sighs> telling him he's full of shit. Dude, that's my favorite thing when you say you're a man of the people is to walk up to the people and just tell them they're full of shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, I'm waiting for him to go up on stage and say, millennials, am I right? And just be like, you're a fucking idiot. Half of those millennials are now going to vote for Trump just to spite your ass. Mm-hmm. You fucking moron. And then every, all the boomers run around saying, like, calling everyone a millennial and, like, like giving them shit for being a millennial. And then and then they all piss themselves if you say, okay, boomer. Mm-hmm. That's the same as the N-word. Oh, my mind. It explodes. Did you see that? That tweet? It's, like, infamous. The guy who compared okay, boomer to the N-word. Yeah. Okay. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, okay, boomer. Like, I want to say it to my parents, but I'm pretty sure I'd get written out of a will. <laughs> <laughs> my parents just think it's funny because they, they they'll say it to other boomers. They'll just be like, "Okay, boomer." Like <laughs> my parents are sh- like beginning baby boomer like they were be- almost the generation before. They are the How old are your, of the baby How old boomers. are your parents? 61, 60, 60, 61. Oh, my parents are in their 70s. Oh, are they? Are you sure they're boomers? I don't know what they are. I mean, they were hippies. Oh, free so, love. Yeah, my dad's. I think my mom's not quite seventy yet. My dad is seventy-two. So mm. I don't know. The thing is, is that depending on which thing you read about where the generation starts for each generation, for some people, oh, yeah. for for some people, like my sister would be Gen X, and then in some charts she's a millennial, and in other charts, I'm Emerald's not a millennial; she's Gen Z. Right. And in some charts, I'm Gen X. So it's like. Yeah, like Gen X was what, 70? They're like, oh, yeah, Gen X was 79.82. Millennials is 83 on to 1999. Where are you coming up with this? Where do you come up with this stuff? Right. And, and, and like, it's just really funny to me. Like, like, it, it, they just make shit up. They just make it up and then they blame you, you know, and they want to pretend that generations exist. There was some, like, sci- like, really prestigious, um, socio science you know sociology scientist who was like um explained how generations just don't exist it's just some made-up shit that Mm. that a generation is just a group of people and that since none of them unless you're born at like the exact same time there's always going to be differentiating factors and you're going to find a 70 year old that shares the opinion of a 19 year old like they exist so Mm -hmm. it's really the only thing that differentiates generations is just sort of the advancements that existed in that time and the cultural events that happened in that time. Mm-hmm. But like the actual difference between the two people in any other way just doesn't exist. You know, if you were to have the exact same culture for 30 years, you'd have two generations that are identical, mm-hmm. you know, in, in how they are other than their physical age. So mm-hmm. it's like, it was really interesting. But no, I... God, people fucking so weird. I don't know, man. I, I, well, this election, I don't want to, like, it's not video games, but it just blows my fucking mind. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, what, what are you doing? What, what's your objective? The Democratic Party's been like, we must defeat Trump. 
And then when it's like, ah, a candidate who might be able to stand up against Trump. Why don't we take this senile old man who doesn't remember what day it is, let him get really close to some women, and put him up against Trump. Well, what was He's it? got hairy um, legs. I was reading, like, who's turning 80 today? And, like, one of the ones is, or turning 80 this year, I was like, Chuck Norris is turning 80. I was That's like, hard to believe. Holy shit, he's that old. And yeah, he was born in 1940. Well, or, yeah. Fuck, that's old. I'm just Nancy surprised. Nancy Pelosi wow. is turning wow. 80. Oh. Nancy Pelosi has been in office for 40 years. Talk about a career politician. That was funny. They were all talking about Bernie saying he was just a career politician, as if that's a bad thing. As if, as if all of them aren't career politicians. I love that. Hillary Clinton was like, he's just a career politician. And I'm like, then the fuck are you? You've been in politics for the entirety of my life, and I'm 30. <laughs> like is 40 years somehow worse than 30 years miss clinton I, I remember when your husband was getting blowjobs under the table how young that was <laughs> right and i was like a little kid when that was happening so you know yeah but career politician right and then we go look over at these like party hardliners like you know nancy pelosi and it's like now that's a career politician yeah She's starting to look like um, Yzma from Emperor's <laughs> New Groove. She's <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's time to it's time to like adjourn the the house, and she just goes pull the lever, crunk. <laughs> and the what, what's the guy the the man at arms just like like sets the gavel or whatever down the the what's it called the mace of the republic? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that how you shut someone up? is for the man-at-arms to walk up to them and present to them the mace of the Republic. Really? Yes. He just shows it to them. He doesn't hit them or anything. He just shows it to them, and they shut up. There are, Well, I, I mean... I don't know. There's no consequences that I'm aware of, but, yeah, I mean, you show it to them, and then they shut up. Well, I mean, if we go the idiocracy route here soon, I, somebody's going to be showing up with a, you know, M240 going, this, uh, or M249 this is, going, oh! This is the M240 of the Republic. Yes. When you're arguing too hard, I cock it and point it at you until you stop talking. You mean I got to drink toilet water? <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, well, this is all going to be very interesting with all these conferences shutting down. I mean, I think it's going to be a powerful time for video games. Powerful time. We're going to... Cyberpunk 2020. Cyber... 77. Yeah, Cyberpunk 20 coming out. I think we're going to see a lot of live streaming being a big deal. And I think mm -hmm. that people are going to have to turn to the internet for entertainment. So YouTube, Netflix, Pornhub, they're all going to be, <laughs> you know, they're all going to be really getting going. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a powerful time to be on the internet. And I mean, it's great that all these games are coming out because gosh darn it, if I'm going to be stuck inside my fucking house for three weeks, I want to play some video games. Well, I mean, did you see Discord? They upped the limit. Yep. And 10 to 50? Yeah, for like, I don't really know what that means. Oh, you, for streaming. When you stream in and you watch somebody stream, like uh -huh, in there, yeah. you, it's now, it's a limit at 10, but now you can set it, now it's 50. Oh, I didn't know that there was a limit to the number of people who could watch you stream when you go live either. on Discord. I never knew that. Because the only people who use that is just so like, like you're just doing a private game and your friends are like, oh, can we watch you? Like, Oh, you guys are playing Legends of Rune Terror. Let me see, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that time you and Andy were playing 
uh, magic arena you know what i mean like there's like yeah. three three of us watching you i would never even know that there was a 10 people limit so yeah and never hit the 10 person limit anyway yeah what a weird concept i remember when they said that they were doing like they were going to be a live streaming platform and i'm like what what are you doing Not it's weird. There was one thing at PAX. This is like the last thing I want to mention. It was called um, Overtone. So they were playing GTFO on Overtone. And I was like, the fuck is Overtone? And it's just like VOIP. Like it's just, it's just fucking team speak style shit. But it's the next phase. And, and, and I'm like, but I have Discord. Yeah. I don't. Want I remember when that. Teamspeak was like massive. Like, man, you gotta have a team. Like when I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen in twenty fourteen, they're like, you gotta have Teamspeak. That's how we communicate. Like, yep. I that was funny to me too because like I was always more into Ventrilo because it was sort of an easier application. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people would be like, you gotta go on Teamspeak, and I'm like Teamspeak is like more expensive in every way. Yeah, paying for that. Well, I'm now paying for Discord Nitro because I forgot about. It. Oh, oops. Great but job. I can use all the emotes everywhere. Yeah, that's the nice thing about it. Plus, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where I see it more like 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 a Patreon or something, just like donating to Discord because it's a free service and I want them to like be able to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't really have a huge problem with that. Um, and also, I get to use those boosts on like the you know Q and G Discord and on uh, the Arcadian Discord, so that's cool. Um, yeah. But the, but yeah, it's. It was weird to me. I was like, oh, Overtone. I had to Google it, too, because it's just like, GTFO on Overtone. And I was like, the fuck is Overtone? I had the, I made a friend there, and he's like, what's he was like, what is this Overtone thing? And I'm like, well, it's not Overtone. It's GTFO on Overtone. And I had to Google it later to find out that it was just like a, a chat plat, like a, a voice audio platform. And they were playing GTFO. When you got in line, you got in line to sit down and play a match with the other people there as a team. And you used Overtone to talk to each other. And I was just like, why? I don't I No, thanks. No, I'm, I'm good. I already have too many applications on the desktop. Yeah, I can't even keep up. I just, uh, I've just started uninstalling shit like, I don't use this. I don't use this. I'm tired of this. Get Go away. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, like, yeah. No. So, I don't know. Like, hold on. Let me, but since this is our last subject, let me just, let me just look at this. Overtone. What is For Overtone? Sure. I can keep it going. You can keep it going. Well, we're Pigeons at- are CIA spy drones. <laughs> so Overtone app. Overtone app. So got it. Thanks. Yes. Cookies. I like how the basic page is just like this long series of lines. It's like download it for Windows. Try Overtone for web. And then you like scroll down and you look at it. And I'm like, that's fucking Discord. <laughs> that's Discord. It's just Discord. Stop it. Yeah, you know you're here to chat with your team and enjoy the game. That's why we're building a new communication platform around some of the most trusted tech in the game industry. The Overtone experience is simple and reliable, letting you stay focused on what matters most. The game. Does and, Vortex come with smell vision Whenever I step in. <laughs> we made the joke there. We were like, what happens if you've got the Vortex up and you're watching porn? You just cut out. Oh, I said, I said, um... We we were making that joke at at PAX. We we're like, what happens if uh, you're you're using the vortex and you're watching porn? Oh, ooh, 
get some uh. hot moist air blow on you um <laughs> <laughs> we and we know how it can make or break a game overtone is built on vivox the most reliable voice platform in the gaming world trusted by leading game studios and integrated into numerous blockbuster titles from fortnite PUBG, rainbow six league of legends and world of tanks world of tanks we have made this exclusive technology available directly to gamers around the world um you can become a tester and i mean i'm still sitting here going like okay great but like this is discord it looks exactly like it it has the list of people on the side in the little bubbles with their name exactly like discord it has the chat is in the middle looks exactly like discord i i all i don't see is like servers instead it's like a friends list and stuff i don't know like it's fucking discord like if it ain't broke don't fix don't fix it i don't understand like i don't want this like what is this discover and connect more than just a voice call software overtone is being built from the ground up to provide gamers gamers with a powerful yet simple set of tools to enhance your gaming experience okay but what are the tools like you're not telling me anything you're just say it's like like over here at underbox we are creating a new set of maximized excellence to help gamers reach their ultimate power are you a gamer and like sound we at underbox have created a new technology using the most advanced ai and stuff to put download on your computer to create maximum yes like like that's what i'm hearing i'm just hearing like nothing no more Hmm. clicking in and out of okay no more clicking in and out of empty or outdated servers and channels. Instantly discover where people are chatting and find new friends with similar gaming interests. I hate this. So is it constantly cycling servers? So, you know, I'm always going to drop you everything. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it looks like, basically, it looks for what, instead of it being based on servers, I guess it, like, keeps track of what game you're playing and tries to hook you up or help you get hooked up with other people who are playing that game. And then you can mm. like add friends and stuff. I mean, I don't mm. know, man. Um, maybe okay. it would work at playing with the same group of friends all the time. Then it's time to team up, create a permanent team to message coordinate with and launch parties in two clicks. You mean like a discord server? What? You mean you want me to Snapchat people? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I will say this. Um, I have too many Discord servers because Discord has reached a point where every every motherfucker is like, well, no, we need to hang out on my Discord. Like when Discord first started, my friends and I all just had the one Discord and we all just used the one, you know, and it was just everyone was on one. And now it's like, I'm a streamer. You should hang out on my Discord. No, I'm a streamer. You should hang out on my Discord. This is our community. This is our video games discord this is our other things discord everybody's got a fucking discord and i'm just deleting them just deleting them like i don't don't care i don't care i don't care like because there's just so many fucking discords because it's like a website everyone fucking has one but most of them don't have any content and i don't feel like switching between them like i basically foldered every server every server i have into one thing that's just like the trash and then (laughs) i have like a small one that's just called the boys and that's like just my friends not even all of them are boys but it's just that's the folder and it's just a small group of like five servers of that i actually look at yeah i understand that because i've muted so many people on all my servers 
yeah don't don't talk to me i just it's not even who it's just how many it's just so many servers and you know it's it's frustrating because every fucking streamer has their own server i mean i have my own and it's yeah i did it because it was like the thing to do but now i'm just kind of like man i kind of just miss community discords just like you and all your friends having a discord that that's where you regularly hang out like why does it always have to be someone's discord and it's like well i i want it to be my discord because it's mine yeah it's branded about me and i'm like god can i just hang out with my friends and send them memes and not have to worry about whose discord it is and what their rules are and who well on this one you can't do this because of this community or that or whatever i'm like man i just want to send my friends some fucking shitty memes (laughs) i just want to send shitty ass memes and not be concerned with the results yep but nobody wants to do that (laughs) i gotta find them find what my shitty ass memes again dude i love shitty ass memes when I when I when I work my best, I just come across them. <laughs> I work my best. I work my best with my shitty ass me. Well, anyway, we're just under. We're about we're about six minutes short of the end um, of our end time, our standard end time. So I don't know if you have any last minute thoughts, but I think we're about done. We've talked about the the pox that has swept the world the great mm-hmm. plague um where we have talked about pax east we have discussed the amazing politics of the world and all the closing down businesses and we've talked about how every motherfucker has a discord don't forget we talk about toxic's massive swamp well i'd never forget toxic's massive <laughs> gargantuan <laughs> torso Dirty. torso splitting cock <laughs> You know, I'd never forget that. And I hope he, I hope Toxic is a listener so that he can know that we know that he is packing a Magnum dong. <laughs> or Toxic. I'm sorry. Why? Not really. Why are you sorry? I'm he, not. He, he has, his, his penis could be used as a sledgehammer in emergencies. Well, I asked him during his stream how many people he sent to the how many people he sent to the hospital? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you, the human body can really stretch. You just got to put, you know, you got to be gentle and take it slow. Oh. Man, this this conversation is turning into Pornhub. I think we're going <laughs> to think we're going to have to end it there. Anyways, everyone, uh let's say, you know, I know you can't, but if you're watching this on YouTube, tell JJ it's been great having him. I hope we can have him on the podcast more. You've been an excellent co-host today. It was lovely mm-hmm. getting to talk to you. Um, and, uh, I look forward to having you back in the future, everybody. If you've made it here to the end, then you get your golden mustache award of the day. Great job. You got to hear a little bit more about toxics, massive schlong. (laughs) I will let you all know that, uh, Andy and JJ here and a couple other people convinced me with the launch of Arcadian to give Twitch a chance again. I can't say that it particularly won me over, um, I've always been a big fan of Mixer as a platform since I moved over there, but they convinced me to give it a chance. So for the time being, I am back at twitch.tv slash the great skeleton man name. Maybe get changed. I've been considering changing my name, going back to Twitch. Haven't 100% been on it yet. And of course, in Andy's chat at 
you know, twitch.tv slash Andy SPG, you will find JJ, you will find myself. And of course, in my own chat, you will find JJ and maybe sometimes Andy, but he's usually asleep by the time I'm streaming. So thank mm-hmm. you for listening. If you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.